from the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 7701 after 69. Um, I'm well, look, I could count. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Tommy. I'm joined here with uh Wilson. Hey, I wore that shirt yesterday. I wore it today. Yeah, we we we, we kind of own similar shirts, and every time I see it, I'm like, so I, that's I what own it, the shirt that you're wearing, too. Right. So so funny thing is I look at you, I'm like, so that's what it would look like if I was skinnier. Yeah. And then you're and like, oh, you'd have been like, man, I would have saved $2. Right. Well, I almost bought you a shirt because uh, Aubrey Huff's uh, American Apparel or Alpha American Apparel got released. And I was like, but I want one. And then I was like afraid, like I was going to order it and it's going to be like, uh, not, $2 not, more. no, not, no, it's kind of inappropriate for you to wear. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny for you to hang on the wall. Oh, um, okay. Uh, but he, he started his own uh, clothing line because uh, I was going to hop on it. Cause like the first 30 orders, he was going to send an autograph. I'm like, dude, that'd be awesome to like order, you know, each of us a shirt and get the auto, get an autograph. I was gonna say just autograph the shirt. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> so thanks a lot. Yeah, I know, man, there, there's a lot going on in the news. We're going to get to a lot of stuff um, today. There's stuff going around the world. Uh, lots of stuff. Think people panic buying gasoline in my area. People being crazy. I saw a funny post that said, "Hey, um, y'all might want to take it easy on buying all the gas because you use it all up, and um, the mailman won't be able to deliver your unemployment check, and Amazon won't be able to do, to deliver your stuff." So exactly. Well, what's funny is. Um, uh, Daniel Tosh, Tosh.0, he posted something. It was a picture of a lady filling up trash bags, which isn't. Oh, I itself. saw somebody put, putting one, putting it in a, a like a Rubbermaid. R- Rubbermaid tote yeah. thing. Yeah. And he said, Hey, awesome. He goes, Maybe you could soak up all that gasoline with all that toilet paper you panic bought last year as well when it spills everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are dumb. It only affected uh, the southern east coast, basically. Well, like it was the somewhere east, on the east coast, and people like, out here are freaking out for some reason. Right. It was it was North Carolina, South Carolina, part of Georgia, and southern, like southeastern West Virginia. It, one of the towns I was in, people panic bought. But the thing is, in, in West Virginia, it's not even the same pipeline. Yeah, it's a completely different pipeline. So people, the people that did that were basically just being dumb, but. I was talking to Brandon Ko today for a little while, you know, catching up with him. He says gas in your area is almost four bucks a gallon now. Uh, so you know, Fresh Pond, yes, up fifty, that little gas station right there. The last time I drove by it on Monday, 
$5 a gallon for gas. Now, isn't that, isn't that normally, um, it's normally expensive? higher, but it's usually not five bucks a gallon. Yeah. Cause, um, basically out here it's two ninety nine, I think. So, which is still significantly less than you, Yeah, but it's gone up quite a bit since, you know, the, uh, the dude took the white house. <laughs> Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Um, the whole panic buying thing. I never truly understood that. I actually woke up early on Wednesday, I think just to get to the gas station. Cause I was, you know, on a quarter tank and I was like, well, I'm going to need this. I only drive my car to and from work. Like I just need to swing by the gas station before everyone wakes up and yeah, pull up. I mean, not panic buying, not going out and, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm going to store it. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Gas <laughs> I mean, goes bad. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it has a shelf life. I don't understand some people. I mean, <clears throat> people, I mean, good luck. The people that are putting it in trash bags, like how are you going to get it into the gas tank to get it in your car? Cause it's so awkward. And that stuff eats through things. Yeah. So, um, you're, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about the whole thing. I just find it funny though, that they're like, Oh, it was easily hacked, but you can't hack a voting system. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you pick and choose, pick and choose. So a little gas mishap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably make a lot of people mad. So I, I got this riding lawnmower, right? And I've been working on it. Oh, you got one. Make, well, kind of, um, my neighbor had an extra one, but it wasn't running. And he's like, well, you can try and fix it. So I got it running. Right. And it was perfect. I mean, I, I mowed the lawn and everything with it running great. And then it ran out of gas. I was like, oh, shoot. All right. So I had my gas can. I filled it up all the way. I think it's like a three-gallon tank or something on there. So I filled it up all the way, and I look over. And I'm like, why is it wet over there? <laughs> then I realized on, on the, the John Deere, like in front of the seat, like where you sit down, you can look like down between your legs, um, and there's a little window to the gas. Oh, like a little. Gas. Yeah. yeah. And that had, I guess it'd been sitting out too long and it had cracked. So the gas was where I had it before when I was using it, the gas was low enough that it was below that crack. So it wasn't leaking then, but when I filled it up, it started leaking and yeah, I could only save probably like half a gallon out of it. The rest just went. Well, you won't be having any gas or weeds grow in that area for quite some time. I know that's, that's what I was trying for too. So it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, just, you know, you just don't light a match over the, in that area. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. You got a, you got a mower now. I remember we yeah. were talking before about you, you were going to get one. Yeah. And then, uh, he had a, a rototiller too, that was not running. So he's like, you want to try and fix this? I said, sure. So I just put a new carburetor on it today and it runs. Nice. I actually uh, was looking into getting one of those or at least ranting one for a little area out my yard. Yeah. Like our yard is like different from when we moved here than what it is now. Apparently we have huge, how do you say it? Rhododendron um, bushes. Yeah. Um, And I thought they were just like crappy bushes when I moved here because they're kind of just leaves. Dude, they're like purple and beautiful. (laughs) Like, (laughs) huh, imagine that. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. But um speaking of staplers oh you mean our world famous segment 
Beers and cheers. Oh, yeah. Man, the way that you pour that, dude, every time. Perfect, every time. So we're we're actually going to bust out because we were doing the whole three beer thing. And we were going to do it in three different episodes, but we're going to wrap it up today. Yeah. Right. Decided to wrap it up today. So are you, are you going to rate both at the same time or rate one now, rate one later, and then give a final approval? How are you going to do it? Um, probably one now one one a little later. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and start with the one you're on now. This is uh, Thin Lines Rising Together. Um, and again, this is the collab that a bunch of people in the Sack Brewers Guild did. Um, they gave you a base recipe and then they said, make it your own. So like last week we tried the one from log off, which they made it a hazy IPA. This one from thin line is a West coast IPA. So you can see it's clear. It's clear. Well, somewhat clear, pretty clear. Yeah. Um, so this one is more my style of IPA. Um, not so fruity, more, bitter and apparently scott told me last week it lost some of its bitterness just uh sitting in the keg so it could be i don't i don't know because i like it this way i don't know how it would have tasted with a a little more bitterness to it but i like it right now um it's got a good smell that grass dirt and love smell um a little bit uh a little bit like caramely malty ish Oh, okay. But still got the hoppy, bitter flavor. So it's pretty good. I don't remember what I rated the one last week. This one I gave like a four and a half, though. The thin line one today? Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, and I'll check that right now, I think the one last week, which was log offs, I believe that one was. Those are different notes for something different that we're not Uh-oh. sharing about yet. Oh, yeah. Um, four and a half. So you, was so, a four so, and a half? Yeah. So thin line and log off are tied. Okay. Battle Royale. It's gonna be hard to pick a winner because I know I, I have another one of the the I should have done the the movement one because I, I had to buy four of those. Oh. I had to buy I, a four pack. I should have done that one last week because then I could have like remembered what it tasted right. like. I only bought one of the log off. I wonder how you're gonna um compare the three because I mean based off of you know what what you've tried so far and then the fact that um they're all technically the same beer with something slightly different yeah you know it's and gonna be a tough race or a hazy one's a, a west coast so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tight race we'll see who the victor is though so and you're gonna do the other one later yeah probably okay <clears throat> so i'm trying something new um this is from uh we went Not back to strawberry walmart so no well, i had that before the show when i ate dinner oh, okay. um, but i haven't even tried this yet i Not just dinner time yet you eat like an old person dude when i get done with this show it's like nine o'clock my time and i need my beauty sleep um so i went back to aldi and i got uh the bell v kind but this is passion fruit I can't remember if I've had passion fruit before. I might have had it. Did Thin Line make a sour, a passion fruit sour or mrass? Probably. Yeah. Um, 
I can't remember if we even had a, a different passion fruit water before. I know we had a guava one. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to try this. Um, Steph is not so much a fan of passion fruit, but I saw something new and different. I was like, Ooh, let's get this for the show. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And now there's like only one left. So I think she likes passion fruit. Yeah, probably. So I'm going to try this beast. It's a very, uh, manly looking can there. It's purple. Yeah. Um, it's not that flavorful. Yeah. It's weird. It says passion fruit, but it looks like there's a picture of a pomegranate on the front. I think they look the same. Okay. Um, I don't really taste a whole lot. Huh. Um, that's weird. I was expecting like it to be like, pow, but yeah. there's no passion in that fruit. One would say, um, yeah, I, five out of 10, maybe. Oof. I mean, Wolf. I just want, I mean, if I want something that's almost like, on par with the sweet corn soda, dude, that's about ready to say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm all, I'm all hate no sweet corn soda, man. I tell you that much right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got, I got a mango passion fruit bubbly, the, the caffeine yeah. ones. I got to try that those. One, that one's pretty good. Um, I'm, I have one more can of my green tea, um, citrus, aha uh-huh, in the truck. And then I'm, I think I'm going to buy the caffeinated bubblies for next week at work. Yeah. Um, I think they're better except for that, uh, mango black tea. I really like that one. I, I know you don't like it. No, that was, I drink this one any day over that. I'd probably drink the sweet corn soda. <laughs> no, I'm lying. That's horrible. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So today we're pulling a little bit of an audible. Our show, I think we were talking before, we don't really plan a whole lot. We just kind of go off what happens yeah. during the week and or like that day or that day. Uh, and sometimes we got to pull a little bit of a, like I said, an audible and switch things up, especially when it comes to our cheers. Now, uh, we had one lined up, um, but we're going to save that one uh, for a different day. This one's tough uh, for, let's just say, the real WTH family, um, especially for you, Wilson. So um, I'm going to read the entire thing. If I mess up on any of the verbiage, and if you were in the military, please uh, excuse me. I don't know the the ranks and all that or how you say it because um, I was never in the military. But uh, we'll start off by saying that. Hey, don't choke up or I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> it's tough because I, 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 you're my boy. And I, and I know when people have go through a hard time, it, it's, it's tough. Uh, but today, um, you lost a family member, Wilson. Um, now it's Lieutenant Colonel, correct? That's LTC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Renfrey, um, that is your cousin, and he lived in uh, Alabama still. Yes. Yeah. So this is from the uh, the Marion Military Institute um, page. Um, your sister sent this to me, and I spoke with your dad earlier today. Um, so we're going to get into some more little fun tidbits, but this is basically his bio on accolades of his military service. And it's a doozy. Um, so it says right here, see if I can do this without spit everywhere. Cause there's a lot to read. 
Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Glenn D. Renfrey was commissioned as second lieutenant in the field artillery from the Reserve Officer Training Corps at New Mexico Military Institute on 11 May 1997, where he received his associate's degree in liberal arts. What is liberal arts, by the way? I have no idea. I hear the word liberal, and I just think it's something different. <laughs> um, but it says, after commissioning LTC, I'll just refer to LTC, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Renfrey performed duties as fire direction officer and platoon leader in B3-133FA, and it says Texas Army National Guard until 2000. Upon completion of the field artillery officer basic course in 2001, uh, LTC Renfrey was assigned to 178FA at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, where he served as a firing battery executive officer and battalion S3. In 2003, LTC Renfrey took command of A179FA and implemented a warrior ethos pilot program for basic combat training. Upon relinquishing command, he attended the Field Artillery Cabins Career Course, or FACCC, in 2004. We haven't even hit the halfway point, guys. This is a lot on here. After FACCC, he was assigned to the 2nd Infantry Division Artillery as, a, as the Divardi Senior Liaison Officer to the 3rd Republic of Korea Army. LTC Renfrey returned to Fort Seal in 2006 and deployed for 14 months with, uh, I think that's three, three third Corps Joint Fire Cell to Operation Iraqi Freedom as a force field artillery battle captain. Upon redeployment, he transferred to uh, two, two FA and served as HHS Battery Commander and Battalion S3. I'm guessing FA is field artillery. That would make sense because, yeah. Um, it says in 2010, LTC Renfrey relocated again uh, to Korea to serve as a current operations battle major for 8th Army and Fire Support Officer for 1HBCT um, 2ID. After resident attendance at the Army Command and General Staff Officer course in 2013, LTC Renfrey performed duties as Battalion Executive Officer for 3393 FA and Brigade Executive Officer for 166th Aviation Brigade at Fort Hood, Texas. LTC Renfrey qualified as an AFPAC Handari speaker and served as an Action Officer in the Operations Directorate of HQDA G357. He then deployed as an advisor to the Afghan Special Operations D Directorate with NATO Special Operations uh, com uh, Component Command Afghanistan from 2017 to 2018. Upon redeployment, he attended the College of International Security Affairs at the National Defense University in DC. LTC Renfrey currently serves as a professor of military science at Mil Marion Military Institute in Alabama. LTC Renfrey has a Bachelor's of Business Administration in Economics from Texas Tech University, Master's of Arts in Christian Leadership Studies from Liberty University, and Master of Arts in Strategic Security Studies from the National Defense University. He is a graduate of the Army Command and General Staff Officer Course, Field Artillery Captain's Career Course, Officer Basic Course, and Joint Firepower Course. His awards include the Bronze Star Medal, Defense uh, Meritorious Service Medal, Meritorious Service Medal with two Oak Leaf Clusters, Army Commendation Medal with three Oak Leaf Clusters, Joint Service Achievement Medal, and Army Achievement Medal with two Oak Leaf Clusters. 
Additionally, he is an Army Staff Badge Holder and recipient of the Honorable Order of St. Barbara. LTC Renfrey is married to the former Jennifer Clonch of uh, Deer Park, Texas, and they have three children, Michael 12 and Matthew, Maddie 8, and Megan 6. Um, that's just his bio. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot. I have a guard card, um, which I was proud of that. Um, and then uh, your sister sent me a say sent me a text saying that he received his Lieutenant Colonel rank at the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, and he was a huge giants fan. Yeah. Um, and that will Clark was his favorite player. Um, and he did the half marathon with, uh, um, your brother and sister. And she sent me some pictures. Uh, and then your dad, I thought these was pretty cool. Um, your dad was telling me a little bit about him. Um, I guess he was one heck of a pianist and trumpet player. Yeah. Um, which are two completely different, instruments um but he uh performed with michael w smith and third day yep um at uh i think it's what do they call that is that the uso where they come and they perform with the troops but every every time there was a worship team he was on the worship team which i think is awesome while he was overseas yeah and when he came back yeah yeah um he was the first uh chair um in trumpet in the military band can't remember exactly which uh band that was um and then he did two tours in korea one in iraq one in afghanistan and uh it was to see right here uh he was an outdoorsman so a lot like you um hunterman fisher hunterman hunter and fisherman um and apparently he followed in the family's footsteps because your dad was saying like you know his dad was in the military yeah and all that stuff so um I think he might have gone into the same field in the military that my grandpa was in. Yeah. Because of my grandpa. Yeah. So, and, and I think the, the Marion, what's it called? Marion Institute, uh, Marion military Institute. That was supposed to be his last stint in the military. That was his last tour, I guess. Oh, okay. Because he was a professor of military science. Yeah, that was his last thing to do before he was going to retire. Wow. And he was uh, 44? Yep. Right? Yeah, 44. Um, like we said, uh, you know, we we pull audibles um, for special people in our lives. And I know when, when Wilson, you know, you called me up about this, uh, I was like, yeah, we're going to do it. And we're going to do this one directly for him so not only is the cheers dedicated to him but this whole show is so and this whole show is not going to be sad we're going to bring it up make it funny but you know we're gonna you know this whole show is dedicated to him and you know our thoughts and prayers are with wilson with you your family um his family you know it's a it's a tough time especially uh you know especially when 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 it when i can't be there for you and your family but if I know anything, you have a strong family. <laughs> so if, if anybody can get through this, it's you guys, but he's, uh, you know, bummed. I never got to meet him. I think you've talked to him about a couple, uh, sometimes, um, I think you're mentioning, uh, wanting to go hunting him, come hunting with you. Uh, if I remember correctly, but yeah, that, that's, a. I probably butchered like all those little numbers. I think it, that, that went out to the people there the institute or whatever so right. they all know 
what those abbreviations are for. So, yeah, because I only recognize a few of those things. Um, but uh, oh, he uh, he passed away during PT um, this morning. So this is still fresh with your family. Uh, I don't think we really know the full extent of what happened, but um, no. you know, either way, it, it is a loss, and it seems like you know he's uh he's gonna be missed for sure there's i mean the the guy dedicated his life to the military which hats off to him for doing that you know because man like you know so many people uh you know they don't make it through all that or they just do their their little stint and they're out and he dedicated his life to it you know like like your your dad was saying uh you know he was on the worship team so it's we know where he's at and uh heaven needed a pianist and a trumpet player so there's gonna be a worship man up there going right now so uh i'm not sure if you wanted to add anything to that uh nope not right now. <laughs> okay it's, it's 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 fine i got you so uh lieutenant colonel glenn renfrey uh you know we're gonna give you the ultimate real wth cheers cheers so you're gonna try the uh, other beer right now wilson yeah this is the one for movement and uh oh it's got like little pictures of sack that's funny there's a picture of rain that doesn't happen here it all happens here (laughs) uh there's a little uh little bear on there um looks like the capitol building and uh that gold bridge what's it called boy come on The, the the gold one in sacramento the gold bear no, the the bridge. Oh, the Tower Bridge by uh, Tower Bridge, yeah. Which I think got, got hit. The, I think they got hit the other day, by the way, by a boat, sailboat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they got they made a, a label for it and everything, but it's all right. Kind of cartoony, a little bit. Um, but this one, like, I can I can smell the fruit in this one already. It's more hazy. Yeah, definitely. You can't see through that one. That's a yeah. That's a cloud. Yeah. Um, it's definitely hazy. I feel like this is more refreshing. Uh, actually, I don't know. I can't remember what the last one tasted like. The the log off one. But this is this is good. I mean, it's it's a little more fruity than I'd like. I'd like a little more bitterness to it. But it's a hazy. So I mean, that's the way that they're supposed to be. It's a good hazy. Um, if Anybody else like Saisy, I would definitely suggest this one because it's it's a good one. Um, I'd probably give it like, man, this is tough. Yeah, because you, really you can't be biased because you know all three yeah. people. I know. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna have to do a four and a half. Oh my god! Because it it's not it's not the best thing ever. Just because you know, there's it's not life changing for improvement. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very good, well done, hazy. Probably one of the better ones that I've had before. Um, man, I don't, I, I can't pick a winner. I feel like I need more bad breweries that joined in on this to Which, to. We don't want bad breweries, though. I know, <laughs> but at least one that I could be like, oh, they did a horrible job on this. Hey, maybe they the all one... three. They all three did a good job. I mean. Maybe that bad brewery in Virginia that has a very similar name to our friends. Mm. Maybe I could go over there and try something. Thin brew line. Yeah. Fail. Um, 
Yeah, this is tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they're all good, but I'm gonna say thin line wins just because I'm biased. I'm oh, gonna admit it this so, time. So Corey got her way. Yep. <laughs> how much? How yep. much did she pay you? I, I do, but I do like the West Coast style better than the hazy style. So right. I mean, out of the three, that'd be the one I pick just because it's not a hazy. Yeah. But I mean, they aren't. None of them are bad. They're all, they're all good. How long are they, each one of those breweries going to keep those beers on tap for? Till they run out. Till they so, run out? Okay. They'll and, probably have it for another week or so, at least. And are they actually competing with each other? Are they just all just creating the same No, thing? it's just, I don't know why they did it. Maybe we can ask Corey or Scott later. Okay. Ask them why they did it. But it was a, I think it, it raised money for the Brewers Guild or something okay. like that. Because I think some of the, I think the ingredients that you had to put in it, into it, you bought from the Brewers Guild. Oh, so I think that's how they it raised money for them, or something like that. So, is that place still open in Folsom that you and Sam bought all that brewery stuff from? It's now a brewery. That's Red Bus, the one oh, that looks oh. like the little yeah, okay, oil cans and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. They might they might still sell. I think they might still sell like supplies out of the the warehouse side of it i can't remember okay yeah because i i i mean not brewery but like i really want to make my own root beer i've always wanted to try it and and we have um that brewery i was telling you about in white silver springs it's almost done and they're they're actually making that place look pretty nice so i'm excited there's there- a place in tennessee that is going to be opening up that has been in contact with scott and Corey. Okay. I think it's one of the, their friends from way back in the day that they're trying to start a brewery, but they got this old historic building and oh. uh, yeah, I forget where it is though. I'll have to ask them there. Uh, might have to take a trip to Tennessee at some point. To oh, I already told your dad. Once, well, well, he kind of volunteered me today. Like when he moves, I'm going to help him unload. <laughs> I'm like, am I? <laughs> yeah, he was he was trying to get me to drive across the country, and I was like, I don't have a real ID or a passport. Yeah, I don't know if I can fly it. Yeah, or a vaccine card. That's another thing. Are we done with our beer segment? Oh, oh all I was gonna say is, is I found a. I'm not gonna tell you about it, but there's this brewery down in Lewisburg that has a beer that I want to buy and send you, just so you could have the can and 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 prop it up. I, I like nice cans. <laughs> oh, my man. Who doesn't? So you're talking about vaccines, vaccinations. Yeah. So I, I heard on the radio today. So are you planning on getting the vaccine at all? Not unless I'm told to. Okay. So what if West Virginia said, hey, the next five weeks, every week, we're going to enter whoever gets a vaccine into a drawing to win something would you do it then they've already done that what were they giving away uh our governor was it was for someone the ages of 16 to 25 okay uh they were going to give a hundred dollar uh they were actually you you weren't entered that you would get it it was a hundred dollar uh uh savings bond or something like that okay so let's let's i heard about that one i heard about that one so let's start off with the smallest one. So Detroit, the city of Detroit is now giving someone $50 if they drive someone to go get the vaccine. No limit on how many people. I would just start picking up bums, dude. 
So you could do that. Or the, like you said, there was the hundred dollar savings bond. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't realize that was there. I heard about that one today too, but have you heard about what they're doing in Ohio? No. For the next five weeks, every week they will pick a winner of someone who got the vaccine. You have to have at least one of the shots and they are giving a million dollars away. <laughs> Five who's, different times. Five million dollars they're giving away. Who's paying the money? That's coming out of the COVID nineteen relief fund that they got for their state. That's ridiculous. I mean I Would mean you do it though? No, no. Well, no? My, my, no, my chances of getting it done or, or winning are slim. So for the Detroit thing, you don't have to be a resident of Detroit or anything. You just have to drive the person. They they hand out gift cards, uh, visa gift cards. Ohio, you have to be a resident. So that narrows it down some. Like how many people are in Ohio? There's quite a bit of people there. There's some big cities there. Cincinnati. Yeah, but how many people are getting a vaccine in the next week? Mm, I don't know. That narrows your your chances down. See, I don't know if I would do I would still do it. Uh <laughs> at, at the stores like Walmart, I'll just out Walmart right now. They're uh now handing out brochures, like little flyers at the back door that said like uh, for vendors like myself. So when you go there, uh, they said uh, for vendors, there's no way I get your, um, uh, your, your, your shot. Uh, you just walk up front. They'll give it to you right there. I'm like, no, I'm good. I yeah. don't want it. Not unless they say I have to, um, a coworker of mine, uh, got the Johnson and Johnson one. And Is that the bad one. Yeah. Th- it's back. I guess they allowed it to go back. Uh, he felt fine. The, 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 I feel like Johnson and Johnson had more of a more a higher percentage of dying from getting that vaccine than you had from dying from COVID. Yeah, there's, but that's the one shot, the one shot. Yeah, one and done. Um, and he basically he said his arm was a little sore. Uh, he's super sick right now. Yeah, I heard a lot of people who have gotten the vaccine got really sick. I'm like, that's that's why I haven't got it. I'm because. I'm not going mean, to, I have gone a full year without getting this, this disease, you know, wearing my mask, you know, sanitizing, doing all this stuff, you know, social distancing, doing all this stuff to not just to get sick again with the shot, you know? So the only way I'm going to get is if they say you absolutely have to, um, have, have they given a date for reopening over there? Uh, for you guys? They said June 15th, I think. Um, and guess what they said? What? Yesterday. Gavin Nuisance. I heard that name today. I'm going to use it. I love it. I love it. Gavin Nuisance said that July 15th, no more mask mandate. Oh, so he could predict it that much in the future, huh? Apparently. Yeah, that's amazing. He said it'll still be suggested, but it won't be a mandate. So you don't have to wear it anymore. So we're basically fully reopened here. We've kind of been open since I've been here. Um, Mask mandate has been in effect. Uh, they're saying June 20th is, is our projected date, but that's the state. So each store could still say, no, we, we want to have it to where, you know, if, if it's a state thing, they, they can't say anything if you walk in and don't wear it. Um, I have walked into when I filled up my gas the other day, um, I walked in without a mask. No one said anything. I was like oh, any, anywhere in El Dorado County. If I go into a gas station, uh-huh. I don't wear a mask. Yeah, it's nobody says. And then, in fact, on Monday, I was driving home from work. So it was like 745 or so. I was like, I'm hungry. 
So I stopped it in and out, right? I grabbed my mask, put it in my pocket, and I went to walk in. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear a mask today. So I walked in there. There were some people wearing masks, except for the people that were sitting down inside. They weren't wearing them while they were eating, you know? But everyone standing up was. So I walk in there without a mask on. And I go up and I order. Nobody says anything to me. They don't say, hey, you got to put a mask on or anything like that. I uh, walk back and I'm sitting there waiting for my food because I got it to go. And then the people start coming in. It was it got pretty busy. Like when I got there, it wasn't busy. There wasn't too many people there. But after I ordered, more people came in and it got busy. And they were walking in with their mask on. And the first guy looked over and looked at me and then saw everyone sitting tables that didn't have one on and it was that that video that we watched where it's like uh, <laughs> uh, and he he pulls his mask off and then more people walked in and nobody after i i walked in there nobody wore a mask yeah it, it's now for me it, i'll be uh like if i'm like say that gas station or whatever and i'll not have my mask on if i have someone who's older like an elderly person and they're walking by me I'll, I'll throw it on. I'll be respectful of them. I'll throw it on real quick. Cause I, you know, I don't want to get them sick and, and I don't, um, you know, I'm not sick. I right. haven't been sick for over a year. Right. But I also just want to let them know like, Hey, I I'm, you know, but if it's like an older person, um, what's funny is, is I if think they, I feel like if they really cared about it, they'd be wearing a mask. So they probably are. But if they really cared about it, they wouldn't be going out places. Pretty much anything you do right now, you can get delivered to your house. Right. You don't need to go anywhere. So right. if they're that concerned about it, then, you know, their their fate's in their own hands, basically. Yeah. Well, you have, um, what's funny is, uh, was it the CDC came out and they said, uh, oh, you can wear it, not wear it outside what? Right. Have the vaccine right. oh really i no. wasn't wearing it outside anyways exactly i was like who the heck's the wearing it outside i'm like well maybe if you're in california in the wildfires you'll wear it outside because the smoke um did but... we did we talk about the oregon track no we didn't uh-uh the oregon high school where the the girl on the track team oh the one that died know, she didn't die or, or she passed out she was wearing a mask yeah. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't talk about I read about it, though. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Do you realize that they make each one of them? She ran the 800 meters. She actually set a record in her run, but they make them run it by themselves. There is no one running with them because of COVID. And they made them wear a mask while they're doing it outside on the track. And she passed out because she couldn't get enough oxygen. Yeah, well, see, you know, I know like Lance Armstrong and I even think um, LeBron James, they train with those uh, masks. Those, those are high altitude ones. Though. So those just like uh, it's to simulate being up in a higher altitude where oxygen is thinner. OK, that's all this because that's been around for forever. Right. But those people are also professional athletes. Yeah. And in very good shape. Um, this I is mean, like th a this girl was in good shape, too. I mean, she right. set a record and she passed out at the end. Right. So, yeah. Well, I know like um, the masks that I wear, like I wear those. Uh, I think I showed you. I wear the, uh, um, what are they called? The, the little face shields. Yeah. I wear one of those gators. 
Yeah, because it keeps my ears warm. Cause I, you know, I work in a freezer, you know, and so I just throw it over my ears. Um, but the weather out here, when it gets humid, do this thing gets wet. Yeah, and it's so hard to breathe once it gets wet. So I just pull it down, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm done with done the mask. With Yesterday, I went into Tractor Supply, didn't wear a mask at all. Yeah, nobody said anything. Like, I mean, that's up here too. Yeah, Colorado County. I mean, it's it's been that way since the beginning. But I, I just I finally got tired. Like I wear one at work for twelve hours. You know, right? I'm tired of, of having to do something when I'm when I'm out. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I'm done with the mask, dude. Uh, like I I read what Newsom said. How he said, "Oh, the you know we're gonna see what it looks like, uh, or how do you say it's gonna look like what it looked like before the pandemic." I'm all, dude. No, it's not. You guys have screwed this country up and these states up so bad this can take years to come back to some sort of normalcy i mean right now how many uh places around in your area do you see now hiring signs everywhere and how many people are actually going in and applying for those jobs not too many because in california yeah california is dumb like they're, yeah. they're still like you make more on unemployment than you would working so there's no incentive right so like Florida and I think South Carolina just did this uh, thing where they said, we're getting rid of that. Uh, so you guys aren't going to get any more of this federal stimulus money. You need to go get a job. And yeah. people are like, but, well, you know, only thing that's hiring is like fast food. I'm sorry. If, if, if fast food is the only thing that's hiring, I needed a job. Guess where I'm working? Fast food. Fast food. And guess where else I'm Which, working? That's another fast that's food place. That's not what it is. Yeah. You know, but that's uh, not the case right now people are being lazy yeah and 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 they're living off that uh government um stimulus and it's this is what they wanted they wanted that socialist thing and right when you reel them in like the government is giving you something and you're dependent on them like oh all right i got them this is right where i need them and i'm gonna make this super easy for them um i mean trust me i wish i didn't have to work every day but you know what when i pay for something with my own money that i know that i earned it is way more fulfilling Trust me, yeah. Yeah. a million times more fulfilling. Um, so before we get into uh, some other things, uh, dude, have you Let's seen talk the... about a movie? Well, I'm just going to talk about this real quick. Uh, oh, okay. Have you seen the video coming out of Israel? Yeah. And why are people getting so mad when Israel actually throws some bombs and rockets at some people who have been bombarding them for like a week straight well since the beginning of time essentially (laughs) well yeah but i mean this recent thing it was like a week straight that they were they were bombing israel and launching rockets and then israel retaliates once and they say oh they killed three children you know what this is wilson it's the same people that say why'd you shoot the girl who was stabbing the girl with a knife exactly yeah it's the same thing um those videos of um, Israel's Iron Dome are amazing. And it can't keep up with all of rockets. Like, yeah, it's amazing, but it can't keep up yeah, with them. That's how that's how many rockets they're firing at Israel right now. But have you seen like, the the cell phone camera of it looked like there were like it was an outside diner and you hear uh the sirens go off and also you hear a, a rocket lands in the street. And then um, you just also see like a all these rockets shooting the air from Israel up in the air, and they're they're blowing they're blowing a, a good chunk of them up. Yeah, most but, of them. But 
all it takes is one really yeah. um, to come down. And I'm like, this is, um, I'm not sure if you remember this, but the original Persian Gulf war, when they started showing like the night vision and you see like all yeah. the, I was like, is this a movie? Like, it, it, yeah, it th- looks like it. It is crazy. And then it's heartbreaking because there's people there that are, that are dying. And hearing that siren go off, that is like the most frightening thing ever. Can you imagine living? I mean, this is why, despite our shortcomings as politics aside, racism aside in, in America, this is why we're still the best country in the world. I don't walk outside my house fearing there's gonna be a rocket landing on my head. Yeah. And and so I see that and I'm like, dude, that's like crazy looking. And and then what I think is cool though is Israel's like, uh what did Netanyahu come out and say? He goes, Yeah, we bombed them back. And then they got like their the Hamas uh leader or whatever. He yeah. goes, I guess our intel was better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I I don't care who it is. Everyone is a little bit like somewhat super superstitious. Uh, I don't know another word for it, but I don't care who you are. Like in the Bible, it says those who go against Israel will basically be eliminated. Right. Like how could how could people side with the other side? That's that's my way of thinking. It's just not like, believers. I know, but still, there's still those those people who have somewhat superstitious type views and stuff like that. And it's like you'll believe in ghosts, but you won't believe in what this book that has been proven time and time again right. says. I I just I don't get it. Yeah, it's frightening. And and what's funny is is wasn't there like no bombings and somewhat peace when Trump was president? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all this start, stuff starts happening. Oh, and the border wall started building back up again. Also, oh, now yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm not sitting here saying that Trump is um, the the best person in the world. What I'm saying is, is he knew what he was doing, and it, it's this world is falling apart right now, especially our country. And seeing that happen in Israel, just I'm following that right now, the Israel thing more than I am like what's happening in America because I'm like that's that's what sets the precedent I mean that's what your and my views are based off of basically exactly so yeah have you so if you were still here would you vote for Caitlyn Jenner okay that's a that's a great question now because because it I don't know he she whatever has some pretty conservative views. Yes, baby girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I saw. Um, I I really don't want to like get like banned <laughs> or anything. I'll just be very blunt with it or like vague. I saw the video where I'm just gonna say Jenner because I kind of refuse yeah. to call them by go. their other thing. Where Jenner said uh, what Jenner was saying the whole time, I was like, I totally agree with that. I'm I totally agree 100. Border wall, back our police officers, and all this stuff. Now, pro Second Amendment, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is I'm also a morals guy. Now I hear all you guys other saying, oh well, you know Trump and Trump did this and morals. I'm all 
Okay. So the guy had like, like what, like a, got a divorce or whatever. I'm like, so if, if you were a Satan I, worshiper, I got a divorce. Right. Exactly. Well, you're, you're a horrible person. <laughs> She's horrible. Scumbag of the week. <laughs> but, but, but you, you could sit here and be a complete, not, not to my current wife. Oh, no, talking no, no, about no. before. No, no. Patriotic. <laughs> we like patriotic Patricia. Oh, um, you know what? You ready for this? I'm ready. Is that a Nomi? Yes. Hold on. This needs to go. I need a picture of this bad boy. Um, but like I was saying, you you can um be a Satan worshiper, but say, oh, I'm pro second man. Morally, though, like I'm not with you. Um, just like because you know, there's some people I remember uh that when I worked in the jail, there are some people that came in for um, you know, like drug charges or even pedophilia charges and they came in there oh man i really appreciate what you guys do i'm like you're a scumbag like yeah i don't like you now so here, here's my thing and this is this is gonna sound weird i wouldn't vote for jenner um based on morals i would vote for jenner based on the betterment of california yeah putting morals aside do I think Jenner is the right person? I think um, ideally I think Jenner is better than what we have. Yes. That's what I was getting at. And if it comes down to it, that could be the best that we can get at the time. Right now, which is, um, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I know um, Jenner for like i said there's some morals there though uh which is weird because you know he she transgender whatever uh jenner is against biological transgender males participating in female sports which yeah. i'm 100 for um sorry for I, I'm, I'm for uh that ban yeah um so there's some morals there uh where i'm like okay so i think what jenner is saying is basically like hey this is my what what i believe this is how i want to be but i don't think we need to change policies and interact these things so now everyone else has to cater to the way that i am yeah um so based on the betterment of california if that's what i'm choosing newsom or jenner i would choose jenner 100 uh morally i could still think you're wrong morally did i think trump was uh an, an idiot, not an idiot, but like just rude and uh, whatever. Yeah, he was, but he's a businessman. That's what makes him him. Um, he got stuff done that way. Doesn't necessarily mean like I'm going to be your best friend. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Arnold Schwarzenegger that much. Um, I really don't really care for him, care much for him now, but he was better than Gray Davis. Yeah. Um, so that's a good question though, because uh, everyone it I, might kind of, it might come down to him and someone else. Right now, it would not surprise me one bit if uh, Jenner, which is which is kind of funny, just gets demolished one hundred percent, strictly based off of the way that California is so against Republicans, but therefore the trans community, right? And all for all that, but if but if you're a Republican, they are completely against you. So I think if Jenner ran under different party affiliation, maybe 
which is stupid because it's just a party affiliation, right? Yeah. One of my, my local county here, our delegate here, he just switched. He, he was a, he's a Democrat. Um, he actually owns the gym that I was going to. Um, he just switched parties to Republican. And our governor got um, when he first got put into office, um, he was put in as a Democrat and then flipped it to Republican. So people were mad, like, oh, we voted for you for this. But and then our state uh, senator, uh, Joe Manchin, is uh, he's a Democrat, but he's a moderate Democrat Democrat. Yeah. So you're going to start seeing a lot of things flip. So what I'm what here's what I'm hoping for with the thing in California. I'm hoping with what Jenner's doing is at least setting the precedent of people starting to question their political party, their own political party and be like, you know what? This is not what I thought it was like last year. Rose McGowan was a freak. She was coming out all me too, which I, if, if you're sexually harassed and all that stuff, by all means, you know that I'm against all that, but she was like very like against Trump, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, pro like for pro Biden doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, Biden started doing his things and she's like, you know, that's not quite right. And I think it takes a big person to admit, you know, that's not quite who I voted for. I I was sold something else. You know, sometimes I hate that it's you have to be classified as Republican or Democrat. Right. Because, I mean, there's been some things that Democrats have wanted to do that I agree with, you know, so. I mean, it's not, especially now, like, I feel like Democrat now is way left. Republican is way right. You got to be just a, see, I, I'm, I see if someone says, what's your party affiliation? I'm like, so if I say I'm a Republican if, and you're not a Republican, you're going to say, oh, you're racist or you're yeah. alt-right. No, I'm conservative. Yeah. I, I could see this both sides of everything. Um. I want what's better for my country and for myself. Um, I don't really, I'm not about this wokeness and feelings thing. Like there's a meme going around right now that says, um, boy, a dollar 78. Well, this is from West Virginia, a dollar 78 gas and mean tweet sounds really nice right about now (laughs) because that's all it was, was mean tweets. I had a boss that was just a complete jerk to everybody huge jerk but he was very generous when it came to um paychecks and bonuses at the end of the year it kind of made up for it because he was a i I consider him a a trump type character um you know i could say his name his name is cc myers he owns winchester country club or owned it he was his company uh fixes and builds bridges and his company was the one that fixed the bay bridge in 89 oh i know him um he did the the huge like I eighty fifty, yeah, ex- exactly yeah. him. Uh, and I met him one time, and he was he's a big fella, and he he was just a complete jerk to me. But when Christmas time came around, you saw it in your paycheck. It's just different type of personality, I guess. Um, it's, I tell you right now, people are watching California on this side of the country, and they're really interested in what's going to happen because. Uh, like I said, you have a Republican who's in the Hollywood limelight who is transgendered, which is already kind of weird. Republican as transgendered. That's strange. Um, 
and they're trying to figure out like, how is this going to play out? Because people are going to be torn. Well, I like the trans thing, but I really hate Republicans. Which hill are you wanting to die on? Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. A few years back, you had Milo Yiannopoulos, who was a, a gay man from, I want to say the UK. Gay black and, man. No, he was white. Milo was white. Was he white? Yeah. Oh. And he kind of fell off the face of the earth because he was getting death threats. He was so pro-Trump. He went to UC Davis and he would like, he would walk right on campus. This was during the, the pepper spray thing with the yeah. cop. And um, he, he was just like totally pro Trump and he's a gay man. It's a show you like, which hill are you wanting to die on? Are you wanting to die on? Like, are you identifying as Republican, transgendered, whatever? What, what, what's your identity in, in, in American politics? Like for me, I will always choose whether it's Republican or Democrat, whatever fits closest to my constitution, which is the Bible. So if I, if, if a Republican says, uh, you know, yeah, abortion uh, is allowed at, you know, nine months or whatever, I'll be like, I'm pretty sure no. Uh, So I'm not signing with that, regardless if you're a Republican or not. Um, You could be a Democrat and say completely opposite, say, no, absolutely no, we're against that. I'm like, I'm going to side with you on that. So I'm going to side what's what I think in my mind. And this is just, sorry, folks, this is getting a little Christianese here. My goal as a father, husband, and an American is to vote the way that I think would advance the kingdom of God in my country, in my city, in my state. Um, if that, you know, means voting, I mean, it's weird because some of the things are are like outdated in the Bible, like don't eat pork. Well, we eat pork. Okay. But that is my ultimate goal is to vote based on, on those beliefs. And that's why I think a lot of people vote on feelings and they don't actually sit back and really truly think about what they're voting for. Yeah. So, but it, it's tough because what, like how, what, what would, that's, that's a quandary, right? What would in my, if you're going to use my frame of thinking, what would better, what would advance the kingdom of God in California voting for a trans person or a person who's, pretty evil like Newsom. that's a pretty big battle but thing yeah. is is i do know that god doesn't hate yep um and so i think that ultimately like ellen degeneres i think she's like i know she has her own issues i think she has a good heart for people um i think bruce jenner caitlin jenner whatever has a good heart i just think in their own brain it's a little twisted but I think they're ultimately a good person and they're not any threat to anybody else. I do think Newsom is a threat to people and he's dangerous and ultimately evil. Um, so if you were to ask me based on who I would vote for, who I would think, and this sounds weird, who I would think advance the kingdom of God more, I would personally say Jenner just because I think there's still somewhat of a um, a life you could save there. Yeah. I think Newsom's too far gone. Yeah. So, dang, that's a good question, man. Wilson getting deep today. Let's talk about something not so deep. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Infinity Chamber. Okay, so you suggested a movie. I did. Two, three weeks ago. And you said for me to go in blind. Yep. 
blind. Don't so, look up anything on it. Don't look up anything afterwards. Just watch it. And it's on Amazon, right? Is yep. that where I watch it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm preparing. Um, it, it's a it, it's a a movie. I didn't recognize any of the actors. Nope. Um, there's actually very few actors in the movie. There is. Um, yeah. It is. Um, how would you describe the synopsis of it? I'd say it's about a guy who, in the future, this is like twenty. 50 ish 20 something but it's in the future um when there's like scanners everywhere uh, i would kind of like, like when you check out a little if you scan your your rewards card a little red thing right there yeah that's what that reminded yeah. me of so when you pay for stuff there's like scanners that will scan the person make sure that they're not like wanted or anything like that um so it starts off with this guy who is buying something in a coffee shop and then people come in and get him like whatever law enforcement is in the future. That was a crazy opening. Yeah. And then he ends up going into a cell and he ends up trying to ultimately get out of the cell. Yeah. I mean, without giving anything away, that's what it is. It's almost, you know what? I equate it almost to buried. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. Cause you would you would hear the synopsis and be like, that's gonna be boring. You know, it's a guy in a cell. Right. And time. it messes with your head a little bit. I think that's what makes it better. Because you you're you're like, okay, he's trying to because I'm trying to avoid spoilers here. Um so there's this robot. Oh, we're going to spoil it. Okay. <laughs> this, this is a, a three-year-old movie. Oh, okay. So, we're spoiling it. so there's yeah. this robot, which is essentially a camera, and he talks to it. Um, it's and an it, AI. It, yeah, an AI. But well, at first, you almost think... Know. At first, you think it's... Because it has a human voice. It's not like... It does, it, yeah. Um, you think that it's like some guy who's sitting behind a... Well, camera. in the movie... Yeah, in the movie, I could have sworn they flashed to a scene where it was like a computer monitoring room. Yeah. Okay. Am I supposed to believe that that room was was once um, um, had a human in there who would be that spot, but something happened and now the AI's taken over? No. Okay. Um, AI runs everything. Humans are there if something happens. Okay. Yeah. So he basically tries to escape. Um, tries different ways and there's like this uh, he he gets food he'll ask for the food he'll ask for the drink and then it's doesn't taste good Um, but there's when he goes to the bathroom there's like this the room locks him in the little bathroom this thing comes out and cleans the whole whole room for him yep it's like a look like a little rover that you would see like in a SWAT thing Um, but it's weird because he, you're, he keeps flashing back. It's like he falls asleep and flashes back. This reminds me of a Ted Decker novel, honestly. Yeah. He flashes back into the coffee shop where yeah. he's having a relationship with the the barista. Yeah. And each time it's like say it's like a, a dream. And each time he'll re-enter back into that dream. And it's like he picked up where he left off in a way. But basically, yeah. It it was kind of a trip because 
you know, you don't dream like that. No. So the whole, the whole thing is inside this cell, there's this machine that is supposed to make you go back in your memory and uh, relive why they brought you to the cell so they can get the evidence they need to convict you. So there's a like spinning machine on one end. Um, if I were to ask you how much you think it costs to make this movie, what would you say? Um, I, um, I don't, because I do know a little bit of trivia. I don't know the cost. Um, and the only reason why I know the triv- a little bit of trivia is because I was like, you know what that looks like? <laughs> uh, me working at grocery stores. I was like, I, I think those are soda pallets in the background, um, which are, which turned out to be true. Um, but you weren't supposed to look at anything. I had to, <laughs> I didn't look at the price, the, the cost of it. Uh, uh, see, I, God, I don't know the cost of, I bombed this question though at thin line. I don't know how much it costs to make movies. Uh, 3 million. Okay. According to IndieWire reports, Infinity Chamber is within the 10 lowest budgeted movies to be shown on Netflix. So apparently it aired on Netflix first. Oh, okay. With a budget of $125,000. Wow. That, see, that's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good. They did a good job on it. Um, and it's all practical effects. There's not a whole lot of special effects in that movie. Yeah. It's, well, it's all like so- actual... There, there's more because this, this is it's not Lamageddon for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's but for it, sure. The budget is not much past Lamageddon. So, like, um, it says here because of budget restraints, Frank's apartment, the hospital room, and Fletcher's prison cell were all shot in the director's house. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, he's a big house. Or like one was uh, the garage. Let's see. So revealed in an interview, the tunnel Frank travels down while being tortured is the tram tunnel at Denver International Airport. Have we talked about that before? We I want to talk about it because of Astonishing Legends. Yeah. Um, director Travis Malloy filmed the shot while riding on the tram while heading to the airport to catch a flight while editing the movie. The shot is upside down in order to conceal the location, putting the tram tracks on the ceiling. Is that what that was? Yeah, that's Denver Airport, dude. Okay, that's thinking outside the box because I would have never thought of doing that. I do know about the pallets though, because those are plastic pallets in the background from a um, yeah. grocery store. And he actually took those from the back of a grocery store because he thought they were throwing them away. Yeah, they get recycled. and he used he used them and then figured out that uh, later on he figured out that those were actually supposed to go back to the company and cost them money. So he returned them right after he was done with the movie. Yeah. Uh, I, Cause I, I see those all the time. I was like, those look like soda pallets. And I think in one scene, you might be able to see like a Dr. Pepper or something or whatever. This is one of the best parts that I, the, one of the best trivia aspects that I saw the prop camera used for Howard, which is the AI camera that is watching him in the cell. Um, was an old security camera that was found at a salvage yard. It was bought for $15, modified and painted. All of Howard's movements were done by hand off camera. 
no mechanics or CGI were used to animate Howard. That's crazy. See, I love things like this because you can make a decent movie without this huge, huge budget. Um, the the scene at the end where there, I think it's at the end where it's like a shot of like going over the desert. Looks like an aerial shot. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's actually an overcranked handheld shot with the director Travis Malloy standing through the sunroof of a car with producer Lori Sheldon behind the wheel. You couldn't just get a drone. They didn't have enough money for that. Wow. Um, this one's good. The shot of him, of Frank walking across the snowy countryside, you know, when oh, he yeah. actually ends up getting out, that's a double. Or does Canon, he? I think he does. I think See, we does. don't know. Canon Kirchner, the director's nephew, was the actual person in that shot. Um, the director was driving his nephew back to college in Colorado and they stopped along the way where Cannon agreed to do the shot in freezing cold temperatures, wearing only the costume that provided little protection from the weather. When back at college, Cannon was sick for days resulting from the incident. That's crazy. Dude, over your right shoulder above the clock, does that not look like a face and someone looking in your window? That's a plant and I think Dude, that's the chicken I, coop. No, I just took a picture. Like, look, that looks like a face, dude. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> That's freaky. <laughs> and it's 444. Ooh. Um, oh, the prison cell was, uh, they actually built a cell in Canoga Park, California. <laughs> Sound recording was difficult because of bandsaws in the neighboring wood shops. During the scene where Frank is yelling and screaming, help me, help me, help me, they were surprised that no one ever came or called the police to help him <laughs> because they didn't say that they were filming a movie. I've always wondered that about movies. Like when people are like screaming and running on a road, I mean, so sometimes movies are like, you know, shot kind of secretly a little bit. And how do you not like know what's real and what's not? Yeah. Um, remember the, the, the door that pops up and the little robot comes out to, yeah, the little cleaning robot thingy or, yeah. the one that, or it would, it would, uh, would it spray pepper spray or something at them or it, something to make them pass out. So the sliding door, the moving treadmill and the security robot were moved in and out of frame by a certain person that was on the set. The security robot was a remote control army tank, but when filming started, the motor failed, which resulted in merely having to push it through the frame. During most takes, uh, Ian Lancaster, who was the guy who was in charge of that, hid under a black sheet while pushing the robot across the floor with a broom handle. <laughs> it sounds like something you and I would make. Yeah. But th this movie, like all these, all these trivia things. After I watched the movie, I was like, "Man, that wasn't a bad movie." You know? Yeah, you it's, would never think, you would never know that. You would never know that it cost one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and like it, like I said, if anyone's seen Lamageddon or Sharknado or I don't know, Lavalanchula, anything like this is not like that. Like this looks like a high-budget movie. I thought it, I mean, when I say 3 million, I, I usually thought it was that it cost that much alone. Yeah. Because, you know, 
the the way that the the prison cell looks too i mean like i said it's just pallets that are stacked with, yeah. with like some holes in it and they put like a light behind it and one of the lights and like a fan and they're like yeah. okay well this is uh this is the infinity chamber i'm like it looks good and what's funny is is i now that you're talking about all these things and i i I'm still planning on uh, doing the scare acting at Fright Nights, West Virginia this year. Um, I saw like how they like a behind the scenes thing on how they made that. There's this train inside the, the the room and it's supposed to like look like it's going to come at you. And then they go. So you when you guys walk in here at night, this is what you see. Looks like a train, right? And then you, they turn the light on. It's like a Frisbee yeah i mean they piece this thing together and it's the like literally like the magic of hollywood what they you know want you to see based on what it actually is so the guy who did howard the ai's voice Uh was actually in multiple scenes in the coffee shop wasn't there only was he a shooter no he was he was one of the patrons but he was in a bunch of the scenes he's the guy who asked for a refill of his coffee goes up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the director thought it would be weird if they heard his voice in, in the, the dream. So the director himself provided the voice that says refill of the house blend. See, I think it'd be cool to leave his voice there. Cause it would be like, he was in there the whole time, but then again, an AI, you know, it's not like it's a real yeah. person. Yeah. That movie, the movie's good though. Like it's one of those ones that leave you hanging. Like you don't know what's real, what's not. When you think he escapes, he actually didn't. And so at the very think of like Inception at the very very end when when the little top is spinning, and you think it's gonna fall and it doesn't fall. You don't know is he still in the dream? Is he not? So it kind of leaves you hanging a little bit, but it does raise a lot of good questions. Now, did you catch the parallel in that movie when the, when he was talking about because he wanted to kill himself? There's one point where he tried hanging himself and yeah. it didn't work out um, because the machine kept him alive. Yep. And then they flash back to the time when his dad was in the hospital and he wanted, I think he wanted his dad to die, but the machine was keeping him alive on life support. Did you catch that parallel? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty powerful. I was like, I'm like, I think this is like a, uh, an at will thing. Like if I want to die, like I should be able to die rather than, you know, this thing, keep me alive. And that's the thing I call the infinity chamber. Cause I think it just keeps you alive as long as it, it needs takes to, to get the confession. Yeah. And they're they um, lo- looking for a, uh, like a memory card, right? Yep. Yep. And it, I mean, I don't want to give everything away, but you find out in the end. Yeah. What's really going on. Um, did you see anything? that reminded you of Pandorum. Have you seen Pandorum? It's been a long time. Uh, like visually or? Yes. I can't remember. It's been like, it's been a long time. since I, I like Pandorum. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, let's see. So Frank, the uniform he's wearing uh-huh. is the same uniform that they wear in Pandorum. Like the uniform itself or like, the names the on it so. itself and and the names oh i would have Direct, never got director travis malloy was the writer and executive producer of pandorum he had the uniform with him so he decided to 
give it to Frank, the guy who plays Frank, to have him wear that as the uniform for his prison uniform. They use that one uniform the entire filming. Except for the time when he's like in his chonies. Yeah. Yeah. But you can actually see uh, the Elysium patch on some of the shots. Really? I say I gotta watch it again, knowing that. Yeah. Like I was, I just watched that movie Tenant. I told you about that, which by the way, it's on HBO Max, so you should watch it. Um, you're gonna have some questions. I was super confused by it, and then knowing what I know now, I think I'd get a lot more if I watch it a second time. So a lot of these movies, like Inception, I think it took me four times to watch it until I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So I definitely want to watch it again. Um, I know I liked it a lot. So this is the last one I got for you, and it's one of my favorite ones. The gas station scene where Frank goes into the fast, uh, uh, walks into the fast stop truck stop. There's actually a gas station in California City, California. And the exterior of the shot of Frank approaching the station had to be timed carefully. And it was done in one take to avoid seeing traffic in the background. The gas station remained open for business while filming took place. In order to make it appear empty, the store clerk merely ducked down behind the counter for the shot of Frank walking in and customers who were buying groceries hid behind the shelves as Frank <laughs> walked past. Because of the inconvenience, the, the director paid for all the stuff that they bought. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's, it's just so funny. Like You couldn't even like be like, hey, we'll give you 200 bucks to just shut down for 10 minutes. You know, yeah. You see, I I love trivia on shows. Like my wife hates it when we're watching movies because I'll just get my phone, and then all of a sudden I'll start looking up trivia. That's why I I love Amazon because while you're watching it, at least on your phone, you can go to that Uh X-ray and it has like the cast, the producer, stuff like that, and then it has trivia. I think that pulls from IMDb. I think it pulls from the same database. Yeah. Um, like like we're going through all the Seinfelds right now. And I'm like, who's that actress? Who is that? And then I'll just look it up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, in this scene, it's supposed to be this. Oh, you know, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, there's, I, I'm a nerd for trivia. Yeah. But a um, couple I more things. Huh? Do we have time? I was just going to do one thing because I think it's hilarious. Um, okay. We were talking uh, before the show, I think, about um, weird phone calls. Yeah. That we've yeah, been getting. Yeah. Um, well, my wife, she got one. I had to edit it. Um, and I thought it was funny. I want, I, I want to, cause she, for some reason, she's the one that gets them. I don't get them. I get um, them all the time. And so I want to start doing a segment where all the funny ones, because you know, you're being recorded because you're leaving a voicemail. So I can technically play it. Yeah. Um, this guy, I guess, assumed Steph was pranking him or calling his phone. So he called back and left a message. Um, and it is hilarious. I might play it a couple of times. Uh, I edited it out in true WTH fashion, uh, for the kids. Uh, here you go, Wilson. Yes. I'm letting you know, Sacramento County Sheriff is going to be advised of your harassing calls. And you know what? You do it again. You want to talk? Mother I'm here from Sac town. I'm a Sac town boy. Come on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Play it one more time for the kids. Yes. I'm letting you know the Sacramento County Sheriff is going to be advised of your harassing calls. And you know what? You do it again. You want to talk to mother I'm here from Sac Town. I'm a Sac Town boy. Come on. 
So out of that, um, I want to thank you, sir, because you just gave me a sound clip for any time we're talking about Sacramento. I'm not going to do this. I'm a sack town boy. Sack town boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was, I think I was getting ready for bed. And then she's like, she's like, Oh my gosh, you got to hear this. And I heard it. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> and I'm like, who fights like that? I'm from Sacktown, baby. I'm all. And who doesn't know that the the robot AI stupid robocallers use other people's numbers as their return number? Right. Like that's been going on. So, I mean, it started like, I don't know, 15 years ago. And people were like, why are you calling? Like I used to do that. I'd call someone back, be like, why do you keep calling me? And they're like, I'm not calling you. Right. You know? As time goes on, people figure that out. This guy doesn't sound that old. Well, and the thing is, is, I mean, he doesn't sound like a guy who has great rapport with Sacramento County Sheriff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm a gonna... sack town boy. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that the sheriff's department knows about you, buddy. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think you are from sack town, but I'm going to look at... around with your hands tucked into your waistband. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, do you know that who you're calling right now is technically not in Sacktown, bro? I'm like, yeah. come yeah. out to West Virginia, man. Let's talk. Yeah. But to you, sir, I thank you. Um, we I I have others, but I haven't edited them yet. They're not really needed to be edited because of bad language. It's just they're funny. Like one person called up and they go, Yeah, Vicky, is this you? Vicky, uh, this is how do I hang up? Like, so I'm going to just come up with a whole new segment on like random voicemails or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Cause man, I'm just like, that's, I, I've been wanting to put that out for about a month now. I was like, you got, oh, you got a lot of work cut out for you. I do. Uh, I mean, we got, we got something else in the works right now that we're about to go do so. that, that motion picture. Yeah. That they're filming about us. And it's going to be less than $125,000 budget. <laughs> Someone say it's going to be about like, what, $128? <laughs> 108 actually. $108 is what our budget is. Ryan called me. <laughs> yeah, for just a dollar a day. Yeah. We might actually have to do a Patreon to get this project underway. But we're, we're, we'll, we'll be talking about that. We should just try it and see if random people send us money. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 Sacktown boy. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, um so that's all I have today, dude. That's it. Cool, man. Uh so again, uh I want to thank MSR Arms. That's who we were talking about. Ryan, Ryan, call yeah, Wilson. Ryan. Um yeah. make sure you use offer code WTH5 at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. Thin line brewing. Congratulations. You guys won the uh, battle. Again, not biased whatsoever. None. Um or hey, yeah. move, movement log off. You could call us too if you want. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I do want to thank log off yeah. and movement. the guy over. There, I mean, both, all three of those breweries, great they're good people. Yeah. yeah, they're they're good. I never got a chance to meet them before I left, but I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Um. So check out Thin Lines website. Uh, for some to go beers and some awesome swag. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Pandora, um, pretty much wherever you can listen to podcasts. Just make sure you leave a good uh, review and five stars. 
please. Um, socialist media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and untapped where untapped is where all of our beer reviews are. That's where Wilson, uh, puts all of his, uh, stuff and his good pictures and oh, and all those pictures you see on Instagram, those are taken by Wilson. Yeah. He, he, he professional photographer with my Samsung. What is it? Galaxy 20. Yeah. Something, something you have a neck. It has an ultra in the name. I know the, that for sure. All I know is is good photography runs in the Wilson blood, especially in that house. It's mostly me, but a little bit. Well, pa- Patriotic Patricia took the most ultimate drum photo of me I've ever seen. Of me making that face. That's because I was busy being the drum <laughs> oh, tech. Well, that's that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So if you want to participate, you could call us at 916-259-3030, or you could text that number as well. Uh, leave us a suggestion for a beer show topic, whatever. We've had a couple show topics uh, come through from a, a few listeners that we're more than likely going to hit to. So that'll be fun. Um, or you could email us at show at gmail.com. And beer suggestions. Oh, yeah. Which he'll try anything. I will. He prefers IPAs. But you know, send him send him off somewhere else. Maybe he'll end up liking you know O'Doul's. You never know. O'Doul's rules. Yo yeah. So, but that's all I got, my dude. That's it. So until then, ladies and the men, Jay. Talk to you then. I'll talk to you another time. Jubin. I'm a shotgun boy. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>